0: Meanwhile, at the Martin Scorsese Empire interview...
1: I don't see them. I tried. You know? But that's not cinema. Honestly, the closest thing I can think of them, as well-made as they are, with actors doing the best they can under the circumstances, is theme parks. It isn't the cinema of human beings trying to convey emotional, psychological experiences to another human being. And that was a quote from Martin Scorsese, famed director from the 1970s, regarding his view on cinema. Hello. Welcome to Comic Book Queer's Legacy, episode 104. I am one your hosts, Brett, and with me, as always, is Evil Jeff. How's it hanging, Evil Jeff?
0: I like what you did there, Brett. I like what you did there. Oh my god! Thank you. It was
1: it was in no way cinema. It was in no way cinema
0: though. <laughs> um, I think uh I think we because I think we need to talk about that that quote we just heard and get right into our first segment because what are you gonna pick? pick? <laughs> hot hot topics. topics. Um did you did you read? So about is that gonna this? be our
1: first hot topic? The
0: Yeah, let's talk about Martin Scorsese. People are freaking out. They're freaking out out. Are you freaking out, Brett?
1: No, I have an idea. Can we stop asking really old people how they see the world? They see the world the way <laughs> <laughs> the people in the era they're from saw the world. Can can we
0: stop? But also, did any when has of has an old you person
1: think? ever been like, "No, yeah. <laughs> I but totally nice agree that, with the 13-year-old." Is there a single
0: old. person that thought Martin Scorsese liked superhero we, movies? Right. Because you know what? If he did like superhero movies, he would have made one. Although I will say his one foray into doing like children's fantasy was awful. What was that one? What was that one he did? It was like, it was like a golden clock or some bullshit. Do you remember? Do you know what I'm talking about? Ooh,
1: I don't know. The, uh, the compass, the golden compass? No,
0: he didn't do that one. Anyway, it was no. stupid
1: why would Martin Scorsese like these movies? Come on.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. He just, so, so it's like, don't, why are you letting that hurt your feelings? Like people are going around like, we have to ban his movies. Like, like really? I think, I think the Marvel's man- <laughs> going to be okay.
1: Yeah. I, I, I think one, per, one old man is allowed to have an opinion and also, that the kids don't agree with. I think it's okay.
0: Having a two hour theme park experience I like that's good.
1: What's fine, wrong with it's that? It's not cinema, it's the opposite of cinema. Yeah,
0: I don't give a shit.
1: Because cinema, you I sit don't give there the and shit.
0: Maybe he's just mad because they remade, and uh they're not moving. They remade, um, whatchamacallit, uh, Taxi Driver as the Joker.
1: Yeah, exactly. And he'll be fine. He'll be fine. He's, he's had a long, wonderful career.
0: Yeah, we're all he'll gonna be okay.
1: Be fine. We're all gonna be okay. Um, I have not seen Joker yet. I think we're going to save that for next week. Because Let's save that for next week. Yeah. I was doing something more fun this week. And ins- anyway, I went to New York Comic Con this weekend. What? It was incredible. Yeah? And exhausting and crowded. Did you go with a lot of people or is it just you just trapsing around? I probably spent 60% of my time there with my friend Jamie, who I mention a lot on this show. Mm -hmm. Um, She and I both had press badges. She works for comicbook.com, so um, we did a few press things, um, which I'll talk about in a little bit, Uh, but uh, we mostly hung out, and then I mostly wandered by myself.
0: Well, I want to get... What are... Did you... Who... God, where do I even want to start? Let's start with... Uh, it's so big. It's so overwhelming. Let's start with the funnest things. What celebrities did you meet?
1: I took a selfie with... Skeet Ulrich. No. F.P. Jones. Yes. Oh, my God. F.P. Jones. F.P. Jones from Riverdale. The and Killer from fucking Scream. <laughs> it was, like, incredible. He... It was... um. There was a Riverdale... Like, they have this side stage with 15-minute interviews from casts and creators. So they had the Riverdale cast on, but just the parents. Jamie and I did this last year when I took a selfie with Chase Crawford. We saw 15-minute interview after 15-minute interview on the Sci-Fi Wire side stage. So we knew when to time it so that we would get good seats. So we showed up right at the moment where we snagged front row seats right at the corner near the stairs where they exit off the platform stage while they're being interviewed and there's like a little Mm -hmm. rope and stanchion and they'll typically stop there and take selfies with people so we strategically planted ourselves for the Orville cast and the Riverdale cast hoping that we could get selfies with Adrian Pilecki and (laughs) someone from Riverdale
0: who's Skeet Alrich who's he the dad of?
1: Jughead he's Jughead's dad yeah on Riverdale yeah so crazy it was yeah, It was him, Molly Ringwald, a Mick, uh, Mark Consuelos, and um, Marisol Nichols. Did you did you ask a Twin Peaks
0: question to Machin? No,
1: no, no, no. I had my Machin moment last year. Oh, that's when right. I won that's right. Riverdale meet and greet. No, that was really cool. No, but I got a, a Skeet Ulrich um, selfie and. Mm, is Lord. he is
0: he all daddy now?
1: He is all daddy now. He is a sexy man (laughs) up close. He's a sexy man up close. Pete, my Insta. Um, Who else did I meet that was famous? Um, No, I saw Margot Robbie from afar. Okay. I saw her from afar. I was like, oh, my God, she's beautiful. She surprised the con. She showed up. And um, uh, when DC doesn't have their footprint on the show floor, they have their footprint in the lobby away from everyone else which is another reason why I hate them and it's so ew um, so in the lobby corner where DC takes over that space she and Rosie Perez and other people from Birds of Prey were they, they surprised everyone with some signings hmm yeah so that was cool um, but there I did go to the Marvel Next Big Thing panel and got some first hand news I know what incoming is okay what is it it's like a
0: murder mystery so, or something right
1: yeah, it's it's an 80-page comic um, of different stories weave together through this murder mystery. It's essentially... Like
0: that Thousand? Marvel Thousand? Yeah, it's shooting but off I of that. But I hated that,
1: Brett. Well, the Mast Raider is central to Incoming, so you're going to hate that too. Great.
0: Because there's a Marvel yeah. 1001, and I was like, I, I don't want to do it. I don't want to read it.
1: Um, did you see that one page though that Leia Williams wrote in One
0: Thousand One? No, no, no. What happened?
1: So there's uh, four X-Men who call themselves the Blast Squad. It's Jubilee, Gambit, Boom Boom, and oh, one of them's escaping me. Oh no! Um, It'll come to me during the course of the story. It's oh god,
0: not Sam. Duffy. Oh Dazzler, 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 Dazzler. It's Dazzler, yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, so it's Dazzler, Boom Boom, Jubilee, and Gambit, and they're like Blast Squad. Like they exchange some banter and like, all right, Blast Squad, ready, go! And they like all fire their shit as hard as they can at something, and then once the dust clears, it's Emma in diamond form, and she's like, good to know. <laughs>
0: Wait, why? What were they just pract? Was it like a danger room exercise?
1: Yeah, Emma was like, she's like, I need the four of you to shoot me to see if my diamond skin can take it.
0: Uh, she well, has those daredevil I moments. Just, like, remember when I she was like jumping
1: off that. a cliff? Yeah. yeah, it was. I mean, that's it. It's one page. That was. That's the whole story. Okay. Yeah, but. Um, so Incoming is going to be like an 80-page collection of stories that, that basically set up the status quo for 2020. So they'll check in with different properties um, to kind of like look back at where they were in 2019 and set them up for 2020. So it's kind of a bridge book. Yeah. Um, so it's not a series. It's not like a multi-comic event. Uh, it's, it's this one-page kind of setup, 80-page book. Right. Uh, other, other announcements, um, the guy that writes Immortal Hulk, Al Ewing, who's kind of killing it on that book, he's going to take over Guardians of the Galaxy with a new number one. Is he
0: killing it, though?
1: Because I haven't heard any waves from it. Oh, shit. Um, be careful, that Hulk is real nasty, and if he catches you saying shit like that, like he's going to fuck you up. That's what that book's about. You think I'm scared? Um, he's right, right behind you, girl. No, oh please, like I would smell <laughs>
0: that. I would smell it. Um,
1: were you a fan of Earth X?
0: Earth X is that like the one from? Yeah, Come like Ultimate
1: future. No. no, it was that like Marvel universe-wide book that was set in the future. Alex Ross did the covers. Um, it was like what where the heroes are far in the future and it was very wacky it was you know the one where wolverine was married to kind of an um an overweight gene gray i did not read remember that when was this it was the 90s early 2000s oh yeah
0: i i was not reading it at that point i skipped over that
1: oh all right well it's kind of great and do you remember marvel's like the marvel's limited series that alex ross did they just recently did that x-men christmas um, offshoot like yeah. so many years later. Yeah, yeah I Marvel's, hated, you know, I, Marvels. Hate, I hate I hated that too. Oh well then you're gonna love Marvel's X. It is a sequel of sorts 2. a <laughs> sequel to, to Earth the thing X. I hate? Okay, great. Yeah. Um, it's written by the same guy, so you're really gonna love it. And it's drawn by a guy who kind of emulates John Paul Leon's art from the original Earth X series. His name is Well B. Did he do that other one? That other new one? I don't know. Oh no, Alex! Didn't Alex Ross do that whole thing? Yeah. Oh okay. I Alex Ross that. painted through that whole thing. I hated it. Yeah, we we did too. Um, if you if you are a fan of Valkyrie of Jane Foster, she's gonna have an upcoming story where she assembles a team of mighty medics. She's gonna assemble like her team is gonna be the Marvel Universe's best doctors, including Doctor Nemesis.
0: One,
1: I wish maybe. Okay. Who? Batman. Batman's a doctor um, uh, Faiza Hussein Xcal- A.K.A. Excalibur Remember she was in that Captain Britain and MI-16 book? Yeah. Great character. Didn't she have a yeah, like, great sword? character? She had like the sword Yeah Yeah, they named her after the sword Like that's her hero name yeah. uh, She'll be one of them Hey, wouldn't it be cool if Dr. Cecilia Reyes was another? Dr. Nemesis Yeah, well they're both on Krakoa So can't have them
0: is Doctor Nemesis a mutant? Yeah. What's his mutant power? It's like a super intellect. Doctorizing.
1: It's doctorizing stuff. Okay. It's witty comebacks. Yeah. Yeah, that was like in the Matt Fraction story where they revived him. He was a Golden Age character. They like went back to some original mutant, and it turned out it was him as a baby. Anyway.
0: Um. What other? So what? What other fun things did you discover?
1: Uh, Donny Cates is taking over Thor, okay. Um, but the big, the big thing, the big thing, Sweetie Pie, was the Dawn of X panel. Yeah. I went yeah. to the Dawn of X panel. Yeah, yeah. Front, uh, sorry, second row, center. In the big main, it was in the big main stage. It wasn't in, like, a breakout room like most panels are. Like, it was in, like, the main stage where, like, the big show casts are. They had to have the fucking Dawn of X panel in, like, the big, big, big movie room.
0: Was it crowded?
1: Hell yeah! I, you had to... You had to, like, um, get your badge scanned in the morning just to reserve a spot for the panel, which was at 5 p.m. Wow. I got to that shit super early. Well, I got there early for um, a press thing I did, but we'll talk about that later. Uh, but let's get back to the Dawn of X panel. Do it. They sh- they showed preview art for Powers of X. I'm um, sorry, Powers of Ten, number six. Saw some, saw some pages. Um Looks like we're going to see... Well, this episode will drop after that issue drops. But, hey, this is from the past. Looks like we'll see Moira and Xavier on the bench again. Okay. And we'll see the phalanx again.
0: Oh, so we'll finally see, like, this is our plan.
1: Yeah, yeah. And it was this all along. Um, They showed covers for the X-Men series. Hickman's X-Men. They showed the covers of um, number five and number six. Number six, it features Mystique, kind of on like a spy mission. Uh, Number five, however, is a little bit more interesting. It features Xavier, Magneto, and Apocalypse wearing tailored suits, like walking into some function. Mm. Like it's Apocalypse in like a jacket, shirt, like white shirt, tie, sensible tie. It's the Golden Globes. (laughs) They're at the Golden Globes. (laughs) Um, each of the number one books, the Dawn of X number one books, will come with trading cards that are written in Krakoen.
0: Hmm.
1: Hey, collect all six. Um, they cut to a video. So Jonathan Hickman was not there. Uh, the people who were there were C.B. Sabolski, Jordan D. White, so the main editor-in-chief and the X-Men editor, and then three writers, uh, Ben Piercy, who's doing X-Force, Teeny Howard, who's doing Excalibur, and... Um, uh, Ed Brisson, who's doing New Mutants.
0: And uh, what what would you say is the most... What was like the funnest reveal or thing that you discovered?
1: I think the thing I got most excited for was they cut to a video of Jerry Duggan, who was writing Marauders, talking about Marauders. And this book is going to be really big. This is the book... Hickman and, and Duggan have said, this is the book that takes this new world that has been set up, the new mutant status quo and just dives in and explores it the most. Oh, cool. Yeah. So really excited for that. Um, They revealed that Forge is going to play a big role in X-Force. Okay. And they talked a bit about that. It sounds really good. Um, The new mutants news. I think that's also up there as like some like the coolest stuff. First thing they gave the reason why the new mutants are going to space
0: to get, uh, isn't it? To get, uh, Mr. Cannonball.
1: Totally, but it's it's because Bobby misses him. Oh my God, it's so gay. Yes, um, but New Mutants is also going to include a spotlight on the Gen X kids and a spotlight on uh, the new X Men kids, and those Age of X-Men kids, like the French twins and Armor and Glob, those kids that were focused on in that book, mm-hmm. they're going to get into some kind of trouble. And so one mutant has to go on a rescue mission to save them. And it is Boom Boom.
0: Boom, boom, boom. Let's go back to my room. I'm down for yeah. all of Yeah.
1: Yeah, so that sounds great. Uh, they reveal that in addition to Psylocke, Cable, and... Um, uh, whoever the fuck else is in Fallen Angels X-23. It'll also feature Bling and Husk. Lesbians. Lesbians! And then they revealed um, you know, there's a a wave two of books coming. They're going to reveal new titles soon. Mm -hmm. Uh, And they revealed one. What was it? (laughs) It's the one you're going to be the least excited for. Oh god, what? What is it? Wolverine.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I saw the cover. Yeah, I don't care. Who cares? Who cares?
1: Yeah, who cares? Who cares? Who cares? So what? Who cares? So what? Who cares? Uh, which was kind of like the feeling in the room was kind of like, ah, so what? Who counts? Okay, yay. Great. Great, great, great. great. Uh, so it was just, it was uh, it was really special. Um, the, the fan Q&A was intensely annoying. Uh, Q&As X-Men are usually fans, awful. Whoo, they are not shy to just Bring up a contradiction or a mistake that they noticed, and then asked why did that happen. Yeah. I, like that is the so you have some fucking nerve. It's like get laid, taking virgin up everyone's time. <laughs> like the people who are waiting in line to ask real questions, and then and then like you won't accept their answer. Well, blah 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 blah. Yeah, but um, fuck you. Sit down. Shut the fuck up. I swear to God, I want to be a moderator for these panels and I just want to humiliate the people asking questions. Yeah, Be like, you know what, don't answer that. That was fucking idiotic. Sit down. That's just what I want to do. That's my dream job.
0: Um, that sounds amazing. That sounds was amazing. amazing. Is there any, so, like, like? did you get any character revelations? Any fun character revelations?
1: No, nothing like that, except validation. Like, a lot of people in that fan Q&A, you best believe they brought up their bullshit theories that that's not Xavier, and this isn't the 616. And Jordan White was like, it is Xavier, and it is the 616. Okay, everybody? Like, it's just... We just massively changed everything. It doesn't mean it's a dream or a hoax. Wow. Although, actually, his language around the Xavier thing was odd. He said... There is no indication that that is not Xavier. That's oh, what he said. That's
0: not Xavier. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. That's not What Xavier. about? I think you mentioned something where something about Peter David, my favorite writer.
1: Yes. Um, somebody actually from the Mutant Musings podcast asked a question about Wave Two books. And said, okay, I'm going to reframe my question. This is now more of a demand. I need a Peter David book called X Factor. And people cheered. And that's when Teenie Howard was like, Peter David can pry Richter out of my cold dead hands. Richter is mine now.
0: Oh, that means she has something planned for him.
1: She's got something planned for him. And she's got a lot planned for Apocalypse. She's like... Apocalypse has got a journey ahead of him. Just, just trust me when I say that this is his home. Apocalypse is home. It's, it's crazy.
0: Did anyone talk about? Uh, did anyone talk about Betsy Psylocke, Like what the deal is with them two?
1: They said that Quanon is taking on the mantle of Psylocke and that she's a character that none of us know but we're, we're really going to start to know her and explore her as a character. But she is very much the new Psylocke, And um they just asked the room like if they're excited to see Betsy Braddock become Captain Britain and the room freaked out. I can't wait. The best part of the him them asking a question to the audience. He's like he's like Do you guys, are you guys fans of Glob Herman and he, People are just like, nah. <laughs> It was such a weird reaction.
0: I mean, if we have to. <laughs> um, amazing.
1: Yeah, so a lot of fun stuff. So the press thing I did, we're going to cover it in mid-December because they've asked that all coverage happen in mid-December. But I went to... The screening, the panel, and did roundtable interviews with the cast and crew of uh, the cast and creators of the show *The Expanse*, that was on Sci-Fi for three seasons yeah. and just got picked up by Amazon Prime. Uh-huh. Um, so I'll be talking all about that. I did get to interview another celebrity, um, Shohreh Aghdashloo, who played Dr. Kavita Rao in *X-Men: The Last Stand* and was Oscar-nominated for *The House of Sand and Fog*.
0: Yeah. Yeah. She 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 got killed by Porcupine Guy.
1: Exactly. And um, I interviewed Stephen Strait, who was the star and hero of the movie The Covenant. Heard of it? The gay, not gay, but the homoerotic, shirtless male teen high school witches, starring Sebastian Stan and Taylor Kitsch. He was the lead guy. Right. He's so hot. Still is.
0: That sounds fun.
1: Yeah, so overall, New York Comic Con was so fun, but I got to tell you, the crowds, the crowds, the crowds... It's, it's too much? It's, 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 it's a lot. The show floor is bumper to bumper the whole way.
0: That sounds awful. It,
1: yeah, it, it... Was it at, where was it? was it? It's very frustrating. It's at Jacob the, Javits, like the oh, biggest the Javits place Javits on
0: earth. the Center, Yeah. I was there on a panel for Dragon. Uh, Dragon. Yeah. Which probably was not as crowded as
1: that. <laughs> no, nothing is as crowded as this. Nothing. Nothing, nothing. But hey, it's great. It's great. You're I'm like, hey, I'm, I'm coming press, down. I'm so... tired. I'm coming down. Beat it. Hey, press, get out of my face. I was in the press lounge. That was fabu. fabu. Mm. Yeah. It was great. It was great.
0: All right. Well. I don't know. I feel like I've been holding my breath listening to you, Brett.
1: Talk more.
0: And I think maybe it's because, cue the music. (laughs) I've been waiting to exhale. Oh, yes! Wow, damn.
1: I'm dead on the inside. People are like,
0: I cried reading this book. I didn't. I loved it. Oh, I did. I, I loved did. It, but I didn't I, I cried. What's wrong? I
1: cried. Like, I cried. I cried. Like, that pa- those, that party, that what I'm calling the Yub Party at the end of House of X number six by Jonathan Hickman and Pepe Larez. Oh. Um.
0: Yeah, so this basically... Uh, House of X number six is... It gives you an insight into... Moira is just like... I guess Moira's just... Staying. In she's just, ch- just chilling
1: in her no place. But do you know
0: why she's chilling there?
1: Because she faked. I mean, she faked her death. But
0: I realize she faked her death. But every she, everyone needs to still think she's dead. And I'm curious as to why. Why did they still need to think she's dead?
1: Well, one thing: if somebody knows she's alive but wants her dead. That fucks everything up, because she will reset reality if she is killed. Maybe.
0: Maybe that, yeah, maybe that is, yeah, they're just like, it's too risky.
1: It's too risky. I mean, they hid her in a sarcophagus last life after she was mortally wounded, not mortally wounded, but gravely injured. That, that's when they put her in that sarcophagus, when she was Lady Apocalypse, and was like, nope, you're staying here. Yeah. Until we get that information.
0: So, yeah, I love it. But, and then the Cerebro is basically just like and plants, pretty much, it looks like.
1: You know what's weird? Um, yes, but that is the only piece of organic technology in this room, in Moira's No Place. We're so used to, in this book, like the cold metal technology kind of being the bad guys, the humans stuff. And the mutants use this, this biological, organic technology, but not in this room. Not in this room. Not in the no place.
0: So is she just like, I just now have to live in prison for the rest of my life?
1: Dude, it, like, it's even weirder than prison. It's kind of like a tumor growing out of Krakoa's butt that, it, that Krakoa doesn't know about. It's like, up, like anytime someone walked through a no place portal, they were upside down in Powers of Ten. Yeah. She's upside down.
0: This sounds awful. I feel bad for her. She's got Netflix. Um, so, move, moving on to the... So, basically, this is showing this... It opens with the scene where Xavier is, is projecting out to all the humans this time. We've seen him project out to all the mutants and invite them all to come to Krakoa. Here, he's basically laying out his demands... Of, you know, hey, we got this new medicine and, uh, you know, we're taking over. So deal with it. We're superior.
1: Yeah. This is the speech that, like, we caught the, the reactions to in House of X1. Like, this is the whole speech Xavier gives to the world.
0: Yeah.
1: And it's his ultimatum. Well, not his ultimatum, but it's like, this is the, this is the way it is now, people. You, you had your chance to be nice. You weren't. You done fucked up. You done fucked up now because we got the drugs, baby. <laughs> who wants the drugs? So they cut to different people. They cut to the Avengers, the Fantastic Four, Doctor Strange, when Xavier's giving his speech. Um, Omega Sentinel, who looks like she's like she's probably like, going full Omega.
0: <laughs> she's like, whatever, I got my own shit to deal with.
1: Yeah. And we've got our two dead, love, lovelorn scientists, and I don't know if you're looking at the issue now. Mm-hmm. No, no idea who this guy in the helmet is.
0: Um, which page?
1: The middle, like right under Omega Sentinel and Dr. Erasmus and... Um, what's her name? Uh, the guy in the middle, above Magneto, in that panel in the middle.
0: Oh, I thought that was just Professor X talking to them. Yeah,
1: no, I think it's... um. It's not, because his helmet is different, and he's got like some metal plate on his shoulder. Nobody knows who this is. Oh, yeah, I
0: don't know. Uh, yeah, maybe he's on... Yeah, oh, who knows? I don't so know. So
1: this, this speech cascading around the world it is how we open this issue. One thing is striking me as very strange, and I don't think I've noticed it until now. Have we ever seen Xavier's eyes in House of X no I know we've seen it in Powers of Ten. that's
0: all past what did, ever since what did he do May, oh. what did he do to his face you know what I think I kept thinking he uh, has that mask on because he's not really Xavier but actually maybe there's something with his eyes where because he has to constantly be downloading the thoughts of all the, human, of all the mutants maybe that has I something think- to do with it
1: you know what, I just thought of this. I just came up with this theory now. I say when we see Xavier's face in the present, he's gonna have that tattoo that the librarian has in X in the far future. So
0: you think that librarian is Xavier? Yeah. Oh. I think I think that's like
1: I think that's like a copy of a copy of a copy of Xavier.
0: I think know what it is? I think he's gonna take that mask off and he's gonna have like He's gonna have like a huge, thick lash, like fake lash, with mascara, and he's try—he's exploring his his gender non-binary self. Yeah,
1: he's gen. Yeah, yeah. And he's, he's fluid. not
0: comfortable sharing it with everyone yet.
1: No, but he just likes the way mascara feels. Um, it's just so weird. Or he's gonna have like weird techno-organic virus eyes. Ooh. Ooh. Or flowers for eyes. Ooh. She's got Krakowian
0: eyes. Ooh. Um, but let's move on. And
1: Moira, like, it's weird. Like, we're like, oh, my God, Moira's back. And she's just like, I'm just going to stand here in the corner and not saying anything. She's
0: like, I'm so bored. I'm so <laughs> bored.
1: <laughs> I have played solitaire <laughs> eight times today.
0: But that's the thing is the one. Th- OK, here's something. She keeps wanting to try and get her life right. But here's the deal. If she does get it right, how, who's to stop her from just dying and it's starting over again? Right? Like, how do they
1: stop... Well, Destiny... I don't know. Destiny said it was like, she's like, you only go up to 10. Maybe 11 if you make the right choice. But it's only 10.
0: Where's Destiny? So, Why isn't Destiny alive?
1: Oh, she'll be crawling out of a pod any moment now.
0: I want that.
1: Well, I want the reveal of the Quiet Council of Krakoa. We get all of our names, which were spoiled for us.
0: Oh, just a side note. Just before we get into that, it would be cool if there was a separate comic with Destiny and Blindfold.
1: And it was called Destiny's Child. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, with two is white where, people. Is yeah, that where you right. were taking they that? I really love that. Here's Destiny's Child with two white mutants. <laughs> the worst. All right, so we get the Quiet Council. We see the Quiet Council in action. It's supposed to be a big reveal, but no, we knew. we were spoiled. We knew. We knew. Oh my also. god,
1: I love that. There are seasons. Like each cluster of three is a different season. The autumn group, the winter group.
0: I don't, I don't really get, I don't get it. I li- I think it's, it's more as a style choice, but, um, sure.
1: Sure. Sure. I mean, it, it's, we're all about nature, organic stuff, autumn, PSLs. <laughs> autumn and Krakoa is perfect PSL weather.
0: PSL? pumpkin spice latte are you oh, a gay or not at first I thought you said DSL dick sucking lips I'm like where did
1: that oh my come God. from where'd that come from PSL so the autumn group is our our big boys Xavier Magneto Apocalypse
0: and this is one where I love this is where the art is so good you see Kurt folding his hands almost in prayer you see Jean Gray confident, you see Storm super confident, and yet also with an air of like, I'm better than these villains that are also here.
1: Yep, we she's not putting up with
0: them. Emma has her legs open, ready to
1: Emma is ready, sitting like a interview. gay. She is sitting like a gay.
0: Uh, sinister and Sebastian Shaw Shaw very foppish. Exodus is very, you know, prim and proper. Uh, you know, Mystique, she's trying to like She's getting all like She's pulling an Emma Frost sit
1: Mystique is the This could have been an email person at yeah, the meeting Yeah,
0: yeah <laughs> And uh, yeah, it's just kind of And it just goes like this kind of normal meeting And where they have to decide the rules They're basically like The laws They're creating the, the constitution laws. And the first thing they have to do is judgment Which is Sabertooth.
1: But some of the stuff here, there's this this art. Like first of all, they're meeting under the giant face of Krakoa that's watching them with little Dougie Ramsey up in a tree up in the tree, like little Jiminy Cricket <laughs> up there to Krokoa's Pinocchio. Yeah. It is incredible. And he's actually listed on the council as well. They um get vote. Krakoa and Cypher. I don't think they uh, yeah, like they're they're non voting. They're like the Queen um, of England. But, Yeah, but they could influence. Yeah. Um, Ooh, and I don't want to skip over the the captains that they mentioned, but we'll talk about that in a second. Uh, But the art here, did that, did it, it read to me like Gene and Emma were having a staring contest, that they're the only two that are like really both looking right into the camera? like it just it oh, reads I did not that they're think like
0: about that and this is yeah, the like, weird thing that's the
1: first thing that hit me but
0: here's also this is part one and we will discuss this later they are not they usually look at each other with disgust but they're smiling at each other and it's a devilish sexual but dare I say it, smile
1: it is it's also a dick contest like and a real housewives scene oh, yeah. like it Gene sat down and looked her right in the fucking eyes. It's so good.
0: Yeah, but that's the thing is Gene isn't like, oh, I can't believe... Gene's like, no, I'm going to do it too. They're loving it. They're enjoying it. And we'll find out why later.
1: Yeah. So then they judge... um, So the saber-tooth committing a crime early in House of X, getting caught, uh, getting taken out of the courthouse by Emma, that pays off here and he's put on trial. Krakow's first trial.
0: And this is where they decide, they're like, what's the big deal of killing a mutant because you can just bring him back? And so they said, well, actually, that's why then killing a human is a worse crime because they are gone forever. So the biggest crime is killing a human.
1: Yeah. Um, and then they, well, first of all, they have a wonderful, first of all, everybody this is so, this council conversation is so fucking interesting just like where everybody is coming from. And there's so many moments where it's like, of course, that's the thing that you would say. Like Sebastian yes. Shaw bringing up wealth and, um, you know, Apocalypse being like, this is beneath me. And, you know, Emma like, oh, don't bring the money stuff into it. It's too complicated. Sinister get just
0: it. wanting drama.
1: <laughs> yeah, Sinister just wanting drama. Um, but it's the psychic muzzling of Sabretooth by Emma and then by Jean that is just. Mwah. Oh. Uh, Doug Ramsey is like, "Hello. You just said property rights as if the thing we're living on isn't alive. Watch it. <laughs> so that's where respect the land becomes yeah. a law.
0: And uh, I will say, I, I do feel, back to the Sabretooth thing, the way they got rid of Sabretooth, I feel was, was awful.
1: It's pretty fucking terrifying that's where he awful. is he's found guilty. Um, it's unanimous. They all like you're guilty. You're going to be punished and the punishment after Xavier's like there's no prisons here, no, it's fucking worse. You're basically like just mummified. Like But it you seemed can't like move. you're
0: still awake.
1: But you're still awake, that's you're still torture. Aware.
0: I this uh, is what I would That's do. worse than death. This is what I if I was on the council, this is what I would say. I would say you can have that or you can submit to Gene Gray and Emma Frost, will re will basically lobotomize your brain to oh, give sure that's coming. To like fix you and make you not a killer anymore.
1: Yeah, I'm sure that's coming. Um then that's very so. here here's why dangerous
0: stuff that can go very. It's well. very
1: sensitive. Yeah, it's very sensitive. Um, before they they before the punishment on Sabretooth happens, they establish the third law though. Uh, which is a which is hurt thing. Well, it's kind of cute. Can
0: also uh, I wanted him to very call, Christian. I wanted him to call Mystique mom. Did you want that too?
1: Yeah, she hasn't earned it.
0: I know, but I think I just just for fan lip service that kind of like a more he could have said like mother you know what I mean yeah
1: no he called her raven on purpose yeah and that was deliberate but it, this scene is great because mystique number one is me in every meeting like <laughs> cutting <laughs> off cutting off Xavier. excuse me uh, <laughs> I want to hear from um, but she challenges she mocks she picks at her son but she also makes sure he has a turn to speak His mind And give input And help shape this That is such a mystique As a mother move That's
0: true That's true And Kurt says that he needs To make more mutants
1: We need to fuck
0: Uh yeah And we'll fuck And pod And Yeah Fuck and we'll pod And uh, Make more mutants Murder no man Respect this sacred land It sounds like a Peter Paul and Mary Folk song (laughs) (laughs)
1: There is only one river. Um, Then, so the Krakoan tentacles vines come out, pull Sabretooth into this bottomless pit. He's mummified and aware of it. It sounds horrible. However, I have to ask you this. Xavier's last line, when Creed is pulled all the way down into the darkness, says, you are, and it's in all capitals, exiled. How much do you want to bet there's going to be a Wave 2 book starring Sabretooth called Exiles.
0: But what? But them just chilling, just mummied. Hey, yeah, what's there's that? There's going to be some uh,
1: shenanigans down there. Yeah, There'll be, be, be shenanigans down there. <laughs> For
0: I think sure. no, definitely, definitely. I will Black say, it Tom is, Cassidy would be like, "Hey." I will say they did. Uh, has been the most inconsistent character. They, they kind of just they did had access happen to kind of make him more good. But by the time he went back to, like, X-Force, he was just evil again. Like, it kind of just never stopped. Yeah.
1: And he, and then, yeah, yeah. And he's here. He's just, like, such an evil piece of shit. So the council walks away. Um, only a few of them look back, you know, like, Sinister looks back as if to say, like, oh, I'm going to go down there and grab him and experiment on him. Yeah. Gene and Kurt look very, like, concerned. Emma's like, that was amazing. And then we have our Ewok Yubna party.
0: Yeah, and we see where, a lot of different... Oh my sisters.
1: God. There's so much story packed into these panels that have no dialogue, just narration. Just a speech by Xavier.
0: Like we see, the. it looks like it's the, the people that the, re, the Resurrection group are all the like five. chilling together.
1: Oh, They're doing a dance. They're they're doing a dance. They call it the Five. Only they can do
0: it. It's the OA dance. Did you see the OA? No, I
1: didn't. Oh, never
0: mind. There's a dumb dance they do at the end.
1: I saw that, yeah. I never ruined the whole show.
0: Anyway, um, we see Banshee and Siren.
1: And he's got a pint.
0: Now, here's the one interesting is we see Siren. The last we ever heard from Siren, she was, like, deified. Banshee? Like, she literally is like an actual banshee. So I find that interesting. Yeah. Um, We see Dazzler. And I love that that Siren uses her scream to just fuel Dazzler.
1: She, like, gooses her. Yeah. From behind.
0: (laughs) And Dazzler basically jizzes everywhere. Yeah, she's like, ooh!
1: She orgasms. We
0: see the original X-Men, Iceman, uh, Archangel, Beast. They're chilling.
1: They're having fun.
0: Then we see, who is this next one with all the kids? Who is talking to him?
1: It's, so it's the character that this issue has out of nowhere made me fall in love with. Exodus.
0: So, yeah, okay. I, so, I,
1: I fucking love Exodus so, but this he's issue. Like, why
0: is he talking to, so he's talking to the children.
1: Yeah, he's telling them like C-3PO. He's like telling them a story. Like he's telling them this epic tale.
0: What is, he's entertaining it is? the kids. I didn't read a lot of that book. I don't know. He's one of the people I know the
1: least of. Yeah, me too. Um, He's very powerful. He's very storied. You know, he's from like the 12th century or something like that. Yeah. Um, But he, I mean, he's just, he's painted with such nobility. I like, I really can't tell if he's ever really had that noble streak where he teetered on like a good guy. But here he, it sure seems like he does. And I love that they've set up a thing with him in Sinister. They were jabbing at each other at the council. And if you look behind the fire to the right...
0: Oh, Sinister is sinister there. Sinister
1: is in shadow. Watching, watching Exodus. Yeah.
0: But the next panel is the most important in all of X-Men history. This is the biggest change in X-Men history that has ever happened, Brett. Do you deny... It's big. Do you deny what I am saying right now? How, I deny nothing. You Yes. Okay. We see Jean Grey, Wolverine, and Cyclops with the beer, But it, he has his arms around both of them. But Cyclops has his hand on Wolverine's stomach. There is,
1: Cyclops is feeling Wolverine's abs.
0: There is something sexual going on between Jean and Emma. Now there's something sexual going on between Cyclops and Wolverine. And if we remember the Sinister... Uh, what was, What were those called? The Sinister Gossip Items? Yeah. Talking about, oh, this married couple, but maybe they're up. Oh, it's up. happening.
1: It's happening. It's it, opening.
0: They're, ta- because, I, and, and at first you're just like, are all three of them in a relationship? There's a quick pause. What do you think there's, then we see, uh, what not that Sink and uh, Skin? It's Sink
1: and Skin. And
0: uh, that little dumb. And Brew. And Brew. Who is he walking up to? That's like an old G- Gorgon. Gorgon. What's her point? What's the point of that character? Gorgon is is is
1: Gorgon. Yes, Gorgon is a Wolverine. It's one of Wolverine's biggest villains, and this is a great segue into me talking about the captains. He's one of the captains named in that chart. The different um, field captains: magic, Gorgon. um,
0: Where was the captains chart listed?
1: It's they're at the bottom of the council. Of the council list, oh, right, so the, right, he right. says that Cyclops is the captain commander,
0: right?
1: Of all the captains, and the other captains are Gorgon magic. Gorgon's such a weird choice. Um, I mean, I think he, oh, I think Hickman, it's Bishop. Thank you. I think Hickman really likes Gorgon because I think he was pretty pro- prominent in like either his like Shield Run or his Secret Warriors Run, maybe. Anyway, Gorgon is a character to watch.
0: Yeah. So, they, yeah, they, yeah, Wolverine. so it's, it's Wolverine walking like some, up to one of he his... Has, he just turns people to stone, right?
1: Uh, you know, he's like a master fighter. Maybe he does... But that's
0: why his eyes, sure. his eyes are
1: covered, because
0: when he looks at people, he turns them to stone. That's why he's a Gorgon, okay. like Medusa.
1: Yeah. Yes. Correct.
0: Um, Don't look him in the eye but then he but then it gets even crazier at this at this party this dance beast of a party we got fucking jean gray taking a beer and she takes it to emma
1: the beer is sex we, we know this right like we're, like we're aware that the symbolism of the of this six-pack is wolverine
0: jean Grey, all gonna cyclops and emma are in a polyamorous relationship and if you if you want to come at me and say pack. that it's not true, well, guess what? Every all signs are pointing to this. All signs are pointing that it is true. Because if you look at this, she sits down. They're not ready for everybody to know yet. So she like very quietly hands Jean the beer. Jean takes it like yeah, we're gonna munch pussies later. And then she goes and looks off and stares at Cyclops.
1: Mm-hmm. Like. Like, batting eyelashes like the cat from Pepe Le Pew cartoons.
0: Yeah, and then Havoc is giving his older brother Noogie being like, you fucking whore. You You're fucking dirty dog. Of them. You're fucking both so of them.
1: This also is pretty amazing. Like, Emma is sitting by herself at this big, the ultimate mutant victory celebration. So she feel like... She's kind of not. She doesn't feel like she's part of the group. You know what I mean? Like she yeah. feels like people still hate her. For for Jean Grey of all people to come over and offer her a beer and sit down next to her, you know. But they don't look at each other. But they, they this. It's such a cultural gesture. Like it's just so big and wonderful. They're all family. Like Wolverine handing one of his greatest enemies the beer. Like they're just all family now. Ugh. And they fuck.
0: <laughs> and then it ends with just showing you where Krakoa is and kind of where things are
1: yeah you've got Apocalypse kind of you know he's being the party pooper I don't want to go to the party no fun school him I hate him <laughs> well he's old and Xavier and Magneto he's old he doesn't have time for that shit he wants to go to bed Xavier and Magneto with their fireworks are like look at what we done old friend look what we did old friend <sighs> I'm sorry for everything I'm sorry too love you and then they so, did, yeah, there's an Atlantic Gave each other handjobs. And gave each other handjobs. There's an, a Krakoa in the Atlantic, and they've got a Danger Island for training. That's fun.
0: Danger Island!
1: Welcome to Danger Island. It's one of the Wave 2 books.
0: Well, I think that was great. And you know what? I feel like we kind of... I think we spent a lot of time talking about things, so I think we have one last special thing about this dance party. And I think maybe we should save other comics we read for our next episode. Because I Let's think, do that. I think we should... Uh, I think we... Brett, Brett has the inside scoop. And we have, like, an exclusive scoop here.
1: So, uh, yeah. A couple weeks ago, um, when the heroes of Krakoa were resurrected, um, we got audio of the event from two, um, two mutants who identify as gay. On the island, um, we've ne- we don't really I don't think we know what their mutant names are just yet. Um, it's it was it's all come through ciphers and code and it's very intricate. Um, so we have more audio this time of what I'm calling the mutant nub party uh, of our two gay mutants. Um, At the party, so we've got first-hand audio of the big Krakowian as a nation celebration. All right, yeah. So let's just listen um, in.
0: Hey, hey, get in here! Come over here. Where have you been? Oh my God, this is so fun. I don't know. Where have you been? I haven't been able to find you. It's so packed here right now. It's like crazy. Oh my God. It's
1: crazy. I I turned around for a second and you were gone. Uh, I was just talking to Bishop. He's a captain now. Oh my God. Are you going to be a field dreamer. Are you going to be like a field person? Are you going to like fight? Girl, I'm like a field mouse. What are you
0: talking <laughs> about? I'm not gonna fight. Oh my fight. god, seriously, I was gonna say, I was like, you can't fight, you can't fight.
1: If they make us fight, like I'm not I'm not gonna like be in Gorgon's army. Oh, like, gross. Turn, oh my god. They'll turn me to stone or I think that's his Oh
0: power. please, honey, you'll turn to stone if you're in Bishops or Cyclopses. Oh my god, um, part of me was turning to stone oh god, when I was talking right? to Bishop. Where were you? What were you doing? Okay, well, I just okay, I was trying to break a couple up.
1: Okay. We're all family now, we're all together. There's I don't even think they're couples anymore, are there?
0: No, there is. And they're they're like hardcore monogamous and it's pissing me off. Benjamin what? Deeds and Nathaniel hindsight. So I was like, hey, let's party. I can give you my spend, let's all like get high. And I was like, I thought like I could give them my, you know, my Molly powers and let's all like, let's all have a trip. And they were like, no, we have a big day tomorrow. We're actually going to like, they're, they're like going on an African safari as like, and if they were like, and it's just a thing for us because we're trying to deepen our relationship. And I was Where's like- for that? I was like, are you fucking for real? I was like, did you look over there and see in the corner? It, Cyclops and Wolverine were both getting hummers from Emma and Jean Grey right next to each other and they were high-fiving and I can't get any play? Like what? No, this is, I, there's a fourth law in Krakoa and it is called open relationships.
1: Get Thank with you. it. you. There is a fifth law in Krakoa oh that my God. if well, I can... say you're my boyfriend, you're my boyfriend. <laughs>
0: right, exactly. <laughs> Everybody's we don't have time for this! Everybody's fluid here. I mean it's like we're mutants. Like, you know, hello. It's don't oppress me. Like, explore it.
1: Explore it? I saw Lockheed getting busy with the Kirkoan flower. Are you serious? Yeah, they loved it.
0: I saw Glob, he literally, people were walking away from Glob and their hands were covered in that goop. And I knew like something, he was getting fisted. He was totally I getting fisted. It.
1: I saw Dupe and Hellion doing things that I've only seen in porno and on my trip to Norway. Oh my
0: God! We, sh- you know what? We should. I think we should like see if we can get a pod, like a pod to Norway. I think that would be fun.
1: Norway's crazy.
0: Oh, they get crazy there, or Berlin. Oh my God! Downtown Berlin gay scene. We need to get a
1: pod there. Oh my God, yes! Oh, you know what, I need to get on the pod council is what I need to do. Who's in charge of that? But I've heard something,
0: now this might be crazy, but I've heard some rumors going around. that They might what? be passing a new law that we're, that we're not allowed to fuck humans because we have to propagate and make other mutants. Do you think that's gonna be true? I mean, I'm gay, it's not I'm... like I was gonna make a baby anyway.
1: I don't like having sex with humans, it's nothing racist, it's just my preference. That sounds kind of racist! No, it's just a preference, okay? I don't know why I have to make a big deal about it. Alright, fine, fine. There's plenty of people that will have sex with humans. Why don't you go bother one of them?
0: Oh, yeah? Well, I think maybe you need to lighten up and maybe you should take my hand and. Uh. Sorry. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Are tripping tonight? Yay. Oh, Dazzler. Oh, oh okay. my God. Look at oh. all the lights. It's so oh, beautiful. beautiful. Do Wait you have a a any minute. chocolate? What? Look over there. There are two. There are two staring at us. Uh. Oh, my God, don't don't make it obvious.
1: I already looked.
0: Oh, my God. Hi. Oh, my God, we should totally fuck them. Do we need to establish ground rules with us? Like, I know that we broke up, and it was, like, messy, but we're still cool, right? Like, we could still have an orgy together,
1: right? Here. Why don't you have this can of beer? Hey! And that's where the audio cuts out.
0: I guess they were just having sex with... I wonder who those two guys were.
1: I don't know. I think we'll find out soon
0: enough. It does seem like... um, And this is going to be awful. But when you have this much free love, I feel like there's going to be a mutant STD.
1: Oh, I actually made the joke on Twitter that Powers of Ten... Number six's charts are all just going to be medical charts of and STIs.
0: (laughs) I think that's what's going to happen. So I'm right there with you. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and I, I for one, can't wait for it. I can't wait for our first super villainous STI.
0: Oh my goodness, because it's coming to us, people. Super gonorrhea is a thing.
1: So really quick, what is your big prediction for Powers of Ten number six? Because this will come out after that issue drops, and we can see if we're right or not.
0: Um, I would say, I think the big prediction, because I think there's there has to be a twist, and I think the twist is Xavier's going to take his helmet off. I think we're going to see Xavier take the helmet off. Or we're going to see why he can't take it off. We're going to see when it's first put on. Like, we're going to basically know what's under there.
1: Ooh, interesting. Yeah.
0: That's what I predict. What do you predict?
1: I predict that we are going to see Rasputin Cardinal and North again and then we will we will be seeing them moving forward. Maybe even in a wave 2 book.
0: Um and my other thing is life 6. Uh, we're going to have
1: to learn about Life 6, right? Do you think Life I mean,
0: 6, Life... But, or do you think that's just going to be a big dangling thing that he's going to hold off for, for even That's longer?
1: interesting. I I don't know. I actually thought of that as a possibility. My instinct was always to say, obviously, the other shoe that's going to drop is going to be the reveal about Life 6, But maybe that's just like a writer technique, like in this collaborative medium, like leaving gaps for people later to fill in down the road? I don't know.
0: I just thought of something. What if, what if, when Myra meets with Xavier, what if that's Life six?
1: Yeah, I don't know.
0: And part of the plan is you have to live a whole life and do this. Find everything out about the Sentinels. You have to live a whole life and go to Magneto. You have to live a whole life and go to Apocalypse. And then we're going to get together and do this.
1: We shall see.
0: I like that idea, and I hope I'm right.
1: I like that. Yeah, uh, the Hoxbox saga is coming to an end, and we're so sad. But there's so many great things around the corner, but I'm Yay. so excited. I'm so excited.
0: Uh, oh my god, thank you for listening, and thank you for tuning in. I know we're, we're very X-Men specific, but face it, nothing is as good as the X-Men right now. We dare you to find something that is.
1: I mean, we always talk about the hot, hot things, so that's just what we're doing now. It just happens to be our favorite thing too, which is why it's so great these days.
0: But don't worry, next week
1: we'll hit
0: on runaways and champions, and maybe even I want to kind of hit on that Batman and the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles team up. Fuck it, why not? Who cares?
1: Let's do it. Or we'll talk about powers of ten sixteen. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God, I have such a headache from Comic-Con. I need to take a Xanax and go to bed.
0: All right, well, you get some rest. You you deserved it.
1: Thank you so much. I'd, I'm a really tired boy because I had a long con weekend.
0: All right. And guys, please right. please subscribe and tell your friends about us.
1: Yeah, and if you don't, at least just remember this. If you read comics, well, then that makes you Queer. Queer. Bye, bye, bye.
0: Bye, fairies.